Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Two themes come up in today's readings. One is about the meaning of covenant, and the other one is about the feeling of rejection. Covenant is much more than a contract. Covenant is a sacred union. And when we enter into a covenant, like marriage, we are doing so in the presence of God so that he is the third party to that agreement that is made publicly so that all can support that union to achieve its intended purpose. In the case of marriage, the purpose is the union of the spouses and the multiplication of generations through the fruitfulness of children. God establishes a covenant with us as well. He established several covenants in the Old Testament. He establishes one with Adam and Eve. He establishes one with Abraham, which is the one that we hear about in today's letter of Timothy, of Paul to, to Timothy. And he establishes one with Moses, with Noah, with David, and of course, All of them are pointing to the ultimate covenant of salvation that comes through Jesus Christ, who is establishing the new covenant that we enter into when we declare him as king of our lives. In the reading, Paul is hearkening back to the very difficult situation for Abraham's promise. He is told that he is going to be the father of a great nation. And yet, into old age, his wife Sarai is not conceiving. How does this relate to us today? What promise is there in your heart that you've wanted, that you've longed for, and it is not happening? We find in that story that Sarah, wanting to help, takes matters into her own hand and he uh, and she asks her servant to become the wife of Abraham and they conceive a child later in this story God reminds them I gave you a promise and that promise is going to be fulfilled Sarah laughs saying I am an old woman and I've taken care of it But God will fulfill his promise in due time for the covenants that he makes with us. And in that longing and in that process of waiting for the Lord's fulfillment of his promises, we are made new creations. 
So what have you waited for that the Lord is still going to give you? Is it a spouse, a relationship? Is it health? Is it a job? Is it financial reward? What are you seeking that the Lord has said, wait on me, it is coming? Paul tells this story to the Galatians in today's readings. And it's one of his first letters. He writes to the Thessalonians. He writes to the Galatians. In the Gospels for Paul's letters, they're organized from the longest to the shortest. They're not organized chronologically in the Bible. So the letter to the Galatians, where we've heard Paul even tell them, you stupid Galatians, with some strong words. He's trying to instruct them about basic things, even in the Torah. He's telling them that there is a covenant with Sinai that was done for freedom. And there is one that is done for slavery. And we are slaves when we try to take matters into our own hands and we think small about our future friends. But God establishes his covenants with us so that we will be made new creations in the process of waiting and so that his glory and his character will be made manifest in that waiting time. Many times we get to see that it is not in our own strength that our own plans are not going to work the way we intend, but that the Lord has greater plans for our lives than we could ever imagine and that he will come through. That is why in Psalm 113, we praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. We praise you as your servants now and forever. From the rising to the setting of the sun is the name of the Lord to be praised. Friends, the Lord our God is like no other. He looks down from heaven. He raises up the lowly from the dust. We use this psalm as we do every day to raise our praises to our heavenly Father who makes covenants with us. We continue in the gospel reading for today in the gospel of Luke, and we are up to chapter 11. And more crowds are gathering, friends, as Jesus is making his journey through different lands to Jerusalem. And Jesus says to them, this generation is evil. It seeks a sign but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Sometimes the Lord speaks in a cryptic way. And it can be cryptic to us who from 2,000 years later are trying to understand the languaging, the messaging, the images that the Lord uses in his parables. And it can also be something to ponder for the people of the time who are coming to him seeking a sign, not sure of who he is. Is he a prophet? Is he Elijah that has come back? The Lord tells them the sign of Jonah. Jonah was in the belly of the womb, uh, in the <laughs> belly of the whale for three days and was then spat out to life 
Jesus is going to be in that womb of earth, dead for three days, and then come back to life in the resurrection. Look at the harshness, friends, that we have to be aware of, that the Lord will come to judge us, and that the people of Nineveh would be less less criminal in their behavior in throwing Jonah out than the people in Jesus' time who didn't recognize that the Son of God had visited. And how about for us? We've received the revelation. We've received the Bible stories. We've received Jesus as our Lord, as the King of Kings in our lives. And many times we do the same thing as the Nineveh people, and as the Jerusalem people, as the Capernaum people that see the Lord in their midst and we do not heed him. We do not follow him. We do not extend the kingdom. The Lord says that those in Nineveh repented when Jonah came by and explained to them what the Lord was saying. And what form of rejection does the Lord Jesus receive, friends? The feeling of rejection, of knowing that you are the one and those around you do not recognize you. They don't treat you like you are the one. And not only that, they persecute you to the point of killing you. That feeling of rejection that can come when we try to share the good news with those that are most intimate in our life, our siblings or our loved ones, and they are not interested and they reject the news. How do we persevere? How do we stand in the face of that rejection? Friends, we keep our lives, our eyes on the Lord. We keep the lies of the enemy away from our hearts and minds, the lies that says, do not try again. It's not working. It's separating you from them. They're not really going to hear you. We continue with our love, with our acts of love, which will break through barriers. We continue with our prayers that will be added on to the prayers of many and will be in the heavenly court, a sign and a symbol that God is paying attention and bringing his grace in our direction. Father, help us. So friends, we come to the throne of grace boldly again. Oh, Father, you know our hearts and you know those around us that need your grace today. We ask that you will bring your shalom over our lives, Father, that in that precious blood of Jesus Christ that has saved us, Father, we will find the courage to continue to tell others about your son, Jesus, that that feeling of rejection that comes when we are not heard or heeded, Father, will not deter us from continuing on the journey. We ask that we will choose to be covenant people, that we will stand firm on the promises you've made for our lives so that we can see them flowering, blossoming, and becoming the actuality, the realization of those things that you have planted in our heart. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.